0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Empowered Word of Faith podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Evangelist Alfreda Lockett Evans, and I'm from Full Gospel Holy Temple Church in Dallas, Texas. The title of tonight's podcast is Let God Fight Our Battle. As Christians today, we know that we are in spiritual warfare. We're in a battle against sin, against evil, wickedness in high places, and the very devil himself. But we know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The second Corinthians 10 and 4. The moment that we say goodbye to the world and goodbye to the devil, our battle begins. There's a popular song that we sing that's entitled, We're Soldiers in the Army of the Lord. When we get saved, when we make that wise decision to follow Christ. The battle is on. We must be ready and willing to fight the devil and all that opposes Christ. As soldiers in the army of the Lord, we must put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6 and 11 tells us, what that armor consists of. The word says, put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And what does that armor consist of? Ephesians 6, 14 through 17 tells us, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Yes, we're in a battle, but you know, there are times when we win a battle by merely giving the problem to Jesus and watching him work it out for us. I have a couple of examples uh, to show you how this works. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, King Jehoshaphat sought the face of God when the children of Moab and Ammon came against him in battle. After crying out to God, God sent a word through Jehaziel, who was a Levite and a descendant of Asaph. And this is what that word says. And he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, And thou, King Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Now here it is. For the battle is not yours, but God's. The following day, Jehoshaphat and his people praised and worshiped God, and they believed the word that God sent. When they arrived at the proposed battle site, they found that God had already fought their battle. They found dead bodies everywhere, and they never had to throw a single blow. Now let's look at an example in the New Testament. The Apostle Paul, in the 19th chapter of Acts, found himself in the middle of a storm. This was not a natural storm, but a storm of uproar and outrage in the city of Ephesus. The worshipers of Diana, who was a Greek goddess, were outraged and in an uproar against Christians. In the 21st verse of the 19th chapter, the story unfolds that there was a man named Demetrius who was a silversmith who had become wealthy by making statues of Diana. He started the uproar against the teachings of Apostle Paul. He realized that Paul's teachings against idol worship were going to do two things to his business. Number one, His teachings were going to destroy the silversmith's craft, so his money would be gone. And number two, it was going to cause Diana herself to be despised. The silversmiths threw the city into confusion, and they grabbed two of Paul's companions, who were Gaius and Aristarchus, and they ran into a theater. They were wild. Of course, when Apostle Paul heard about it, his first impulse was to rush into the battle and defend his cause. Fortunately, wise and calm disciples refused to allow Paul to go into the theater. He humbled himself to their wisdom and did not rush into the battle. The confusion, the loudness, the outrage of the crowd could have proven disastrous for Paul. Alexander Another of Paul's companions was put forth and he was fully prepared to defend the Christian position. But you know, he never had to say a word. Exodus 14 and 14 tells us, the Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. God had another way of fighting the battle. In the 35th verse of the 19th chapter of Acts, we're told that God raised up a town clerk who calmed the people. He told the crowd several things. He said, number one, be quiet and do nothing rashly. Number two, he said, if the silversmiths have a matter against a man, they should use the law to deal with the problem. And he said, number three, If you have other issues, use a lawful assembly. Number four, he reminded them that they were in danger of being called into question about the uproar that was going on. And number five, they had no good reason for the disruption that they were in. After saying these things, he was able to dismiss the crowd quietly. No one was hurt. And Apostle Paul didn't even have to get involved in that raucous. So what essential lessons do we learn from these two situations? We know that although we're indeed in a battle, we must always seek God's wisdom for how we are to fight. There may be times when he will say, speak in this situation. And when he says it, we open our mouths, trusting him to fill them. We do so without fear and we give it all we've got. On the other hand, if God says, be quiet and hold your peace, what do we do? We do just that. Yes, Apostle Paul did not rush into the theater. He listened to wise and calm counsel from other men of God. We must listen to the spirit of God when he speaks through others, even if we are in a position of leadership. When God speaks, we must humble ourselves and receive his word in whatever manner he chooses to send it. Sometimes we simply have to be quiet and we trust God to fight our battle. We can trust the process and just depend on God. So let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the God of every situation. We thank you for the holy boldness to stand firm and declare your whole counsel to a lost and dying world. We also thank you, O God, for leading, guiding, and directing our every step. Help us never to run ahead of you. Please help us to seek your face for when and how to fight life's battles. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Let all of us say Amen and amen.